Hey, did you see that game last weekend? It was crazy. Actually, we were there. Wait, like in person? How'd you swing that? Allegiant had a super affordable nonstop flight out there. With how low the airfare was, buying tickets to the game was a no-brainer. Hold my beer. I'm going to Allegiant.com right now. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Experience the game you love at Allegiant Stadium. Visit Allegiant.com slash Raiders to book your flight, game tickets, and hotel all in one place. The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app TrueConnect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of TrueConnect exclusively for Raider Nation. Hi, I'm Renee Summerauer, digital news anchor here at 7 at 7. Watch our streaming nonstop newscast immediately with your mobile phone. 7 at 7 is the new way for you to get every bit of local news you need in just seven minutes. Breaking news, local neighborhood news, weather, and sports are just a click away. Reporters bring you all of what's happening in the Valley. From Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, YouTube, and more. Get every bit of local news you need from the RJ and LVRJ.com. Welcome to the Raiders Press Pass, your credential to all things silver and black. So, the uh, move on, on Marcus Peters, what uh, was behind the, the process on that, and um, who does this open the door for? Yeah, just uh, decided to move forward. Uh, wish. Marcus Peters the best. We had a great conversation last night, great conversation this morning, and uh, we're, just, we're gonna stick with that. In terms of you know replacing him, um... well, I think it's, you know you don't really replace him by his next man up mentality, right? And we got some young guys here. Uh, JB, Jack Jones just got here. Hopefully, get some more guys healthy in, uh, in the mix, and just a great opportunity for some of our younger players. AP, earlier in the year, you had done a review and you had talked. I, I'm not quoting, but paraphrasing, about getting a system in place. When you did the review yesterday, did somebody up top tell you to review it, or is it just gut? You're talking about our challenge? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have somebody upstairs. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. We saw Jack Jones came in in that second half and got, got the opportunity to play a little bit um, for the first time since joining the team. Um, what do you think of his just performance after you watched the tape? Yeah, it was good to see him get some more reps uh, than the week before against Miami. Uh, obviously, he's going to be a work in progress, learn the system and scheme. But, you know, the athleticism is there, the, the, the skills uh, to cover what we want to do from a schematic standpoint with PG and, and the defense. Uh, he gives us some opportunities to make some plays, and obviously we go forward. He'll, his, you know, his reps will grow with the, the confidence that the coaches have within him. Corey and Bennett, I know he started the season and then you know, he had some injuries and some ups yeah. and downs along the way. Uh, what's, what's sort of gone into his progression and, and how do you think he could maybe finish strong this, this last part of his rookie season? You know, I think when you're a rookie, you go through the roller coaster, right? The ups and downs. Start here at the high, you start and playing well, get nicked up a little bit, confidence, maybe a play or two here you wish you can take back. Um, and I think what Jaquan has done a really good job of is just being a student of the game. He asks a lot of questions on the side. He's a sponge. Um, Sometimes when you take a step back, it's going to be a, a positive going forward for us. And I really think that's going to be the case with JB. Um, he was in good spirits yesterday. He was engaged. You know, again, every week is a new week. And when we get back, we'll you know, assess it and see how it goes. And I'm sure he won't be out the lineup too long. Do you keep an eye on that, um, especially as a former player that maybe has gone through some ups and downs, um, <clears throat> in terms of how they're handling that, the, the, sometimes the, uh, the, the natural progression of this and sometimes where you do have to take a step back? Right. Yeah, I think it's fine. I mean, I'll just – Remember my career, you know, it was started here and 
Sometimes you need to take a step back, you know, and really see the big pictures because you get caught up in the mix. And, look, he's been training since December of last year, almost a full year. Your body is not used to it. The, the college football season just ended for him. You know, you always hear about that rookie wall. I think that's real, not just mentally, not just, excuse me, not just physically, but mentally as well. And I, I think there's nothing wrong with resetting a young player, allow him to take a step back, learn from some older guys, get some more coaching time individually, more film study, and then get better on a practice field, and then that hopefully you know shows up on game day. AP, there's been 179 NFL games played so far this year, and only two teams, you and the Eagles, have had a game with no penalties. It's the first time since 2000 the Raiders have done it. It, it plagued this team prior to you taking over. What have you done to clean that up so dramatically? I think just attention to details. I, I really, you look at, I think the first game was 3-3, three, three, then 5 against the Dolphins and 0. Uh, we're trending the right way. Obviously, that's a negative. You mo hear most coaches say, just three max. You know what I mean? I'm saying, why three at all? Um, I think guys have really done a good job and really go to our coaches, the technique and the fundamentals that we, we talk about in practice. I mean, we still got four or five individual periods each and every day that we work on those things. The longer, the later in the season you get, you can't have all the reps, right? So now you get more into the, the sound and being fundamentally sound as a team, and that's what we want to be, taking care of the football or something else. We did really well yesterday. We've had two games like that in the last four. So just having those progressions, right, each and every week. Last week, just to go back, three turnovers, five penalties. This week, no turnovers, no penalties. And that's what you want to see with your team growing, especially in the later part of the season. Your career as a player and a coach, what would you say are some positives you can take away from having a bye later in the season? Get healthy. Get healthy. 12 straight weeks in National Football League. Um, that's tough. That's tough. That's, that's hard on the body. And for our guys, they fought. You saw Max Crosby did a hell of a job coming out there. Colton Miller coming back. For those guys to come back and now have an extra you know, seven or so days to get ready before our next game, before we play the Vikings, is huge for our team. Also, I think you know, it's, it's also an opportunity for us to reset mentally. You know, it's been a lot of uh, trying times this year. You know, a lot of ups and downs. And um, you sit back, you reset, you think about it, you spend some time with your family. And then, you know, come towards the end of the week, you start missing football again. That Friday, that Saturday, Sunday, you're not playing. Get these guys back in the building on Monday and we're ready to roll. There's, there's reports out that Roger Teamer is being waived. Is that something you can comment on? Or? Yeah, we decided to part ways. Um, obviously, there was an incident that, that kind of led to that. What's the lesson uh, of that for, for your team? Um, you know, and is it worth having a, a conversation with the team about? Yeah, it is. I mean, just making smart decisions. Uh, I think it goes for all of us. Uh, ultimate respect for Teamer as a person. Got to know him well. Had a lot of good conversations with him. Wished him the best. Um, sometimes it's wrong timing, bad timing. And this is one of those cases. Decided to move forward. Um, but I think all our guys need to understand this. You know, whatever you do on and off, off the field affects – the decision that's going to be made in this building, and we're going to do the best to protect the brand, the shield, and the Raiders organization. AP, several of your players on both sides of the ball have discussed their input in the game plan. It's being listened to. It's being acclimated. How much of that comes from your experience as a player where you felt like, man, I could offer, I need you to listen to me, or how much does it just come from a coaching philosophy? Uh, a little bit of both. I have been coaching for quite a while now and obviously played as well. I think the input that you get there, um, especially from your good players, right? Let's, I know you're talking about them, right? Jacobs and um, Devontae. You'll be foolish not to listen to them, what they think works best for them or what they can do. I think that you didn't have to incorporate within what you're trying to do with your scheme, and it, does that fit in for this opponent? And every week it doesn't work out that way, right? Some weeks it's, it's 100%. We take everything, all the input. Other weeks it's like, eh, we got to put this on the back burner. But what also that does is it put everybody together, right? The players, the coaches, they're connected. They're working with one another. It's a team 
wins, the team lost. I've said that before. And I think it's important that everybody has a voice, but at the, all to, at the end of the day, myself, the coordinators have to make that decision. Coach, what's the biggest area of progression you've noticed in Abel Connell's game? Just now five games, you know, good sample size. What's a big area that you've noticed in him? Much calmer, more poised on the sideline. Uh, doesn't look rattled, doesn't look kind of wide-eyed a little bit. I do think the game is slowing down. I don't think it's there yet for him. Uh, that, that takes a while for all of us. But I do see a guy that's progressing as far as his mental capacity, what we're able to do. Are we doing more with him? I don't know. Are we doing less with him? I don't know. I think we're doing just enough to allow him to have a, a pretty good performance yesterday. Took care of the football. O-line did a great job. He didn't get hit until late in the fourth quarter. Didn't get sacked until the second to last play. Understanding how to get rid of the ball. I think he has a good command of our offense, getting us in and out the huddle. And those are all things that we can still improve on. So I would just say just the overall quarterback play. I think Jimmy and Brian Hoyer have done an outstanding job with him as well from meetings to practice. You see that now carried over into the field on game day. Here's the on film as far as uh, Devontae's second half target. Something uh, You mentioned he was a little confused and frustrated. What was, what was your sense watching the film? Yeah, I just, you know, you would you, you be like I always say, you, know, you try to find the best ways you can to get the ball to 17 and 8, right? The main two guys there. Um, sometimes it doesn't work out. Either we miss the throw, we don't see the throw, we don't see the player. Um, ours, you know, designed for somebody else. A lot of factors goes into it, but there's never a play where we're not looking for 17 for the most part, you know. But obviously, you got to throw to the open receiver, and everything else got to play a part, right? Protection, the reads, things of that nature. So, um, obviously, frustrating for him, frustrating for me because that's a good football player. You saw how the game started, and we wanted it to end that way. And we'll continue to work on that throughout the bye week. Do you think yesterday the <clears throat> offense in the second half struggles was more Kansas City's adjustments or Raiders' failure to execute? You're never going to knock another team, but it's Raiders. There's open players. We, we, have, we have opportunities, I'll say that. Well, there's opportunities there. And the difference in that game, to be honest, you look at the statute, 58 plays, 58 plays, right? Time possession, a minute, give or take. We outrush them almost double. Uh, red zone. They're three for three. We're one for three. Seven explosive plays, over 15 for us, 17 for them. They just made them in the later part. You know, we start off very hot. We didn't continue that. Um, and, you know, when you play a team like that, they're going to make the most of their opportunities. And Patrick Mahomes and them did that. You know, they did a good job. And when we had them, it, mm, uh, this happened. Uh, that happened. And. That's the difference between winning and losing, man. Be honest, you know, three to four plays in a game, especially when you play a clean game like we played yesterday, and there was no turnovers, there was no penalties, it was, it was nothing of that nature. Just you know, who made Jimmy's and Joe's? I always go back to that, Jimmy's and Joe's. You mentioned uh, the game slowing down for Aiden O'Connell, and then he said it's slowing down for us. How much is it slowed down for you as the head coach? Each and every game, you get better, right? Hopefully, you know. Some people say you're getting worse. That's cool. Everybody got an opinion. We know what that is. Um, but for me, overall, just understanding how we operate working with Pat, working with Tom, being side-by-side side with Bo, um, working with Matt Sheldon, with the game management. You know, that, that takes time. And I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm racing time now, right? Clock is ticking, right? It's almost over. I get it. Um, but the best part about it, I know whenever this is over, I've gotten better. It'll be a better AP whenever that happens again. So I'm fine with that. You talk about the players, you know, getting healthy and, and, and all that. But what about uh, for you? There's been a lot on your plate, too, uh, yeah. this last month. Uh, what, what happens with Antonio for these next few days? I got five weeks. Get right. If I don't get right, I have a lot more time off. 52 weeks. I could do the math. 
Antonio, as a first-time head coach, as an interim coach, how tough or how easy is it to come to the decision to release somebody like Marcus Peters and, and, and deal with the, the team or situation as well? Yeah, it's always difficult when you have to release a player. I, I, that conversation I don't look forward to. Hate it, to be honest. I hate it. It's not good. It's not a good feeling. Um, me and MP had some good conversations throughout this entire process. When I was a linebacker coach, when he first got here, on and off the field, somebody I respect as a person. I respect what he's done in his game. He's professional. Um, but it, it's a business. We're all going to get cut. We're all going to get fired. You get hired to get fired, right? So he understands that. I understand that it's a part of business that we all hate and it sucks. You've seen general managers as a player and as a coach, and Champ believes in you. And I'm just curious, what are your thoughts of him as a general manager and the job he's doing? Well, I, I think it goes hand in hand. Like, if we're not partners in this and walking side by side, that's a problem. And you've seen really good relationships in the NFL from afar. And I think what Champ has done, which I really appreciate, is he has his opinion, he has his thought and his vision. But he brings it to me before he even says anything, he asks me mine. And I think if we agree or disagree, we walk out understanding what's best for the organization, what's best for the team, what's best for us. And when you have that, then there's no hidden agenda. And everything's out and open. It's black and white. There's no gray in this room. There's no gray in this building. Everybody knows where they stand. Me and Champ know where each other stand. We know what the vision and the culture and what we want this to look like for whatever many weeks we got going forward. And we're going to do our damage to make it happen. And We'll let the chips fall where they fall at the end of the day. Thanks for listening to the Raiders Press Pass. For all things silver and black, download the Raiders app and visit Raiders.com.